Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives after they put out important news with us today in his Christmas shirt, an annual kind of celebration now. Bernard Turiol, Chairman CEO, HPQ Silicon Resources, trades in Canada under HPQ, and for our friends in the U.S., HPQFF. For those new to the story, HPQ is a Canadian producer of innovative silicon solutions. They're building a portfolio of unique high-value special silicon products needed for the coming renewable energy revolution. Uh, and they're doing it with a, with a world-renowned technology partner. Uh, but more than just lip service, their subsidiary HPQ Nano has already received its first order for spherical nano silicon material from a major automobile manufacturer. They've got an NDA with at least two battery players that we know of and many more, according to Bernard. And today we're talking about hydrogen, which is something that we first heard about on August 23rd. We'll talk about it in a second. The headline is HBQ updates ongoing validation of EBH2 green hydrogen extracting technology. Bernard, welcome back, my friend. Thank you. Before we get into the press release, really quickly, because we always got to remember there are new people. I know all the OG investors are going to say, I know this, let's move on. But quickly for everybody, on August 23rd, you entered an MOU with EBH2 Systems. And mm -hmm. back then you said you're launching a breakthrough green hydrogen extraction technology venture. Mm -hmm. So basic interview, what is it? Why is green hydrogen so important? Okay. Uh, we'll get into too much detail. Basically, green hydrogen is hydrogen that you produce using a renewable energy source. Because to generate, to produce hydrogen, you need energy. So, here. Uh, so there's three different categories. There's gray, there's blue, and there's green hydrogen. So green hydrogen as the, you know, the, the golden approval seals of the environmental. It's part of the solution because fundamentally, if you can produce a cheap green hydrogen, a lot of the business infrastructure that we already have um, can be used. Basically, uh, a lot of the internal combustion engines can be basically made to be completely green, produce no pollution and all those, those, those situations. So it would allow a quicker uh, transition to a greener world, okay? But there's massive technological challenges to meet um, and, you know, we're hoping you know, strongly that ABH2 will be a key player, the, the ABH2 technology will be a key player into this. And, you know, from what we've seen, it is still highly feasible that they will reach that target. So unfortunately, this day and age uh, with COVID travel between different places don't, are not that easy as before. Um, to anybody who's listening on the outside for the mm -hmm. first time, they may mm -hmm. say, okay, that sounds like a lofty goal. Uh, you know, green hydrogen to power the world, to power all these, you know, current applications we have out there. But EBH2 has had some success. Uh, and they say it's scalable, no limits, can power small domestic generator up to ships, factories, buildings. You know, so this isn't just uh, uh, in, in a lab throwing, throwing spaghetti in the wall to see what sticks, right? No, it's, it, it's, it's closer to um, basically commercial pilot plants, uh, commercial system. It's at, at the cusp between that and, and coming into it. So our, our timing, our positioning with them is coming into it. And it, and it fits within what HPQ does. Basically, we look for innovative solution. We are a, we're becoming much more a technology company, which is why the TSX Ventures requested that we change from being a mining company to a, uh, 
technology companies. And it fits within the criteria of what we look for, which are innovative technologies, which at first glance may be looked at as, oh, this sounds fishy. And trust me, I was told the same thing about silicone concept. So uh, sort of accustomed to this yeah, position. Well, look, the exchange's job is to look at things. No, no, I'm not talking about the exchange. I'm talking about investors. So it's not the, the, the exchange. Investors is even more. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a complete. But the exchange is pretty straightforward. Like it's very evident. If you look at HPQ, we're not a resource company. Um, you know, we've sort of like given up on bothering about having a quartz deposit. We had these many discussions. Uh, uh, so we're much more focused on the technology. And we've started to, to build a company that's around there, you know, a company that's going to be generating value. We're not looking. Okay. Um, that as it gets. Sorry, Bernard, you, your screen froze there for a second. So you said, we're not looking to, so just continue that part from there. We're not looking at generating revenue in a sense of you know selling widget and those type of things no we're there at developing technologies that will have high value so this is why we go after very very big markets we went after silicon which is a big market uh electronics and all and all those type of issues or we're going after fume silica things that have big markets where an innovation like what we're developing in hpq with pyrogenesis and with now with abh2 is going to have a lot of value so we're sort of like at the cusp at the developing th those ideas. This is what we're advancing. And by the way, for everyone at home, Zoom is having a bit of a network issue. So that may not be the first time. So bear with us. But whenever there's a freeze, I'll just ask Bernard to just kind of repeat what we may have missed. So the next milestone after the MOU and another announcement was third party validation of the EBH2 technology. So you guys had to travel uh, to Europe Mm -hmm. uh, tell us how that went. There's, there's, there was the really good, and then there was the uh, a bit of mechanical equipment issue. But we'll talk about that second. Let's talk about the good part. What came of the uh, of the testing over in France? Well, fundamentally, what's good is you know one of the key reasons why uh, I was willing to to take a look at EBH shoes because I knew I had access to really uh, high level experts, PhDs with many many years of practical experience developing technology and are in the renewable energy space. So I knew that like, you know, I really trusted these, these experts to come in and study. And like every expert, you know, they had their level of skepticism um, about everything. You know, the first question they asked me is, does this, does this system really produce or is it a magic trick? So that's really, that's really the first key question. Start to understand, we don't need to go get into figuring out all the top secret part that the ABH2 is doing in the patented process. That's their part. We have to look at, at the system as overall, okay? It says it takes electricity, converts it into hydrogen, and then generates power. So we've been able to validate at least how it works. As a key point into it, I think there's a key sentence, is that uh, the test confirmed that the ABH2 green hydrogen reactor uses low voltage, which is basically about 36 volt, uh, volts, sorry, no volts. Um, to power electrolyzers that generate H2 plus O2 gas mixture fuel that can be used to power generator. <clears throat> so we had to calculate the energy coming in and figure out it was really hydrogen coming out, not a you know gas bubble somewhere doing everything else. So we've done a lot of those tests, which there, there's some part of those tests that were fun. Some other were in, in <coughs> more scientific. Well, we plugged them into a... Um, 
a uh, power cell and see if it starts to generate power. But a power cell is designed to just deal with hydrogen. This system produces H2O2, so sort of an explosive gas that we're dealing with. Um, so we confirm this. The other great advantage also is that now for you know the, the validation team, they understand how the technology works. So we're going to go do the second round. It's going to be very fine-tuned to one issue that we're left to validate. When we got there, we had a series of question marks we had to answer. Right. We answered like eight of them. You know, there's two left. Okay, they're the two biggest, but there are two left. But we understand what were the technical issues because we saw it physically. And um, so, you know, we can't wait for it to be tested. To, in, in, to, you know, I'm very confident it's going to be a great result. So you froze again. We can't wait for it to be tested in, and then it froze there for a second. Okay, we can't wait to be tested you know, to have a system that fully works. It's and I, and I can fully understand, like, when you, you – ABH2 scientists, technical team, are based in South America, okay? We were doing the test in Europe. The equipment had to be carried from one point to the other. Unfortunately, there, there was a part of damage, which sort of, like, the issues that we were having. Is, it, is this a dog ate my homework type of situation? Okay, but that's important because the mechanical equipment issue wasn't something – specifically with the EBH's two system, it was damage that occurred during transit from South America. Oh yeah, yeah, we basically were, there, there was actually two issues that were discovered. One that we physically saw, which was hydrogen was leaking out of an area. So we, we couldn't monitor the volume of hydrogen coming out of this, which changes the, the, the technicalities. And then as they, you know, the small machine, they realized there was a short circuit within the system. So those gives us, wrong data point which we knew they were wrong but what we've tested so far you know i find this to be very, very interesting and especially as as i you know as we learn more this is, this is why we bring into it um the the market for electrolyzer is going to be so massive which is fundamentally what the technology is. By the way, explain to everyone what an electrolyzer is just for a second what, why this because even me it was new for me until i saw the press release well the concept is electrolysis Basically, you extract the hydrogen from water, okay? And the electrolyzer is the tool that helps you do this. So it's the machinery that helps you to do that. So if you want to make green hydrogen, you have to have extreme, and, and you want to reduce the cost of, you have to have extremely efficient electrolyzer. So how you do it, either you either you use a high voltage, low voltage, and, and those types of situations. So now we have, we, have, we have a good grasp of where they are. Um, and when you see where the, market is you know, where the big competitor commercial scales are uh you're sort of saying okay abhu does have a a very good process wherever the end result is at this moment i don't want to speculate what the end result is abh2 the, the contract we designed for, with abh2 means that they have to prove certain concept and this is what we're going to work at proving they they strongly believe that it's going to be moving forward and we strongly believe that the technology is worth our while. This is why I'm saying into this press release that it was really worth our while for us to keep the option. You know? Well, your scientists that were skeptical, your experts. Well, no, but they're all. If you ever spoken, if you ever spoken to a PhD, okay, a research guy, they're always skeptical until they've proven themselves. They're all Thomas. The advantage of my guys is they're willing to be skeptical and says, "Okay, show me." They're not. They're not like stubborn, like I, I've read a lot of people. Stubborn says, it's the reality, it's this way. No, 
There are true scientists that says they want to learn, they want to, they want to figure out, they want to understand what's going on, and they want to come up with, with a clear. And they also want to make sure that at the end they put their words as this works, this works. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's as simple as that. I didn't ask them for to redo the world. But so, the good news is you've got enough, you saw enough from the initial tests to maintain then keep the exclusive option with EBA yeah. too. So clearly you're happy with what you saw, but let's talk about the things you didn't see. So it says here. Uh, the equipment issue did not allow the validation of EBH2's key claim. It's very high conversion efficiency. Um, mm -hmm. are, are you concerned about that? Should shareholders be concerned about that? Not concerned, uh, maybe disappointed, or do you have a good degree of confidence? And well, when do you think that's going to take place, the final testing to, to test the conversion efficiency? Well, am I disappointed? Yes, I would have loved for us to sure. to move along but you know i've done r d and as i make many joke research and destroy you know that's it's it's a fluke um but it goes through those those processes yes the point in the fact that we didn't i gotta say on, worst result right, right it yes it froze again <laughs> for five seconds so yes go come on amazon fix your problem we know it's your fault um Oh, well, luckily, I've done all my Christmas shopping, so I won't go be on the, the naughty list from Amazon. Just don't send but, that shirt out to people, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, where was I? Sorry. Oh, I, yes. I, I, so you started with, yes, you would have, and then... Yeah, of course, I would have been much happier if we, if we've been... I think everybody would have been much happier. But uh, we resolved a lot of issues, and actually, I think the second testing is going to be better because since... Now, the technical guys have a clue how the system works. They're going to be much better prepared to come into it. So it's like one of the idea. We didn't have full grasp at the beginning that the, the mixture coming out was a mixture of hydrogen and oxygen, okay, which is a highly explosive gas. <laughs> if you get too much of it in the room, it, it, it can blow up. And one of the fun tests we were doing to validate it really works was basically demonstrated it, 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 it is a flammable and explosive gas. So... But that's now that that's done, we know we'll know how to monitor because you can't put an equipment that calculates the, the volume of hydrogen coming out for, for the mixture of hydrogen and, and oxygen. So those are small little issues that, 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 that would have gotten us okay results. But now once we're going to do the second testing, well, you know, technical teams the second time around, they know exactly what they're going to be looking for. Uh, so we'll um, be able to get an exact calculation of the energy coming in, energy coming out. That's all what we need to prove. That's it's only the the efficiency energy conversion, and when you look at right now, you know presently um, presently commercial available system or, or what, the top one efficiency are fifty to seventy percent, and people are saying maybe by twenty thirty it'll be up to eighty percent. So um, it opens the door for a lot of the potential for the BABH two technologies, and when you look at this and uh, the overall picture, HPQ is very well positioned with its option agreement. And in your quote, it says, we're getting even closer to the point where EBH2 technology will be validated. Mm -hmm. And when that occurs, we'll be very well positioned to enter the hydrogen market with a system that can officially produce green hydrogen on demand, which we believe will complement our greenhouse silicon materials initiatives needed to meet the demand of the upcoming renewable energy. So you've got two things there. One mm -hmm. is you're, you, you're confident that if this takes place, then you're going to be able to go right into hydrogen, but you're also going to be able to use it for your own, mm -hmm. uh, for your own power as well, potentially. But hasn't own silicon production. 
Yeah, yeah. As we scale up the ABHQ technologies to go industrial, it's, it's going to play into the cost. Remember that a lot of the metallurgic process in the world are basically highly energy intensive. So if the AB technologies is that efficient, then, then it's going to resolve those points. Will it you be difficult to get there? You know, to get over 50 sounds like what you're saying 50 to 70 is where the world is basically at right now. Do you guys have a high level of confidence that EBH2 should be able to get there? At this moment, okay, because how can I say at the beginning I was taking EBH2's word. Now I have my experts into it. And you know, I have to sort of take the position where my experts is. But fundamentally, if ABH2 lives up to what they claim to be, and there's no reason for me to doubt it, okay. But I'm not a scientist, so I'm going to wait till my scientists vouch on it. Um, they're very, very confident they're happening. They're, as, they're probably even uh, more annoyed at the issue than we are, okay? Um, I'm annoyed because it would have been a great news of Christmas to announce it. But basically, at least, it is, at least the, the process is still working forward. The technology is going to be done. You know... We're going to try to do this as fast as possible as we can do it in the first quarter of next year. Yeah, that's but, what I was going to ask. So obviously, yeah, got but, but, nothing's going to happen. But now, 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 to be totally honest, the, the, the new COVID variants and, and the travel rules make everything a thumbs up. Like I, I had a friend that was supposed to go to, to Switzerland. He was flying from Spain to Switzerland. And he had to cancel his trip because they said, oh, you, no, no, you got to go in quarantine for 14 days. So until the world like sort, sort of settled down on the travel rules, it's going to be difficult. For this one, it's not very difficult because my technical team, they go by car. It's not far away. Okay, so the good news of technical team is no, there. My, my tech, fly I, don't, I, don't need, I don't need to be physically there the second time around. I can be there you know, virtually. It's going to be fine. Okay, that's great. Um, the first one, I needed to be there. But the second one, you know, I, 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 we know what we have to test. We know what we have to do. We know, we know what we have to demonstrate. So it's not difficult. So they're sending another unit from South America or just a replacement? I think they, I think, uh, well, that's, that, that's going to be up to their decision because they're developing, they're advancing their technology. So it's really up to ABH2. At the end, what I want is a system that, what we want is a system that we can test. Okay. Where the is issue, anybody have to travel from South America or is it just the. Yeah, there's going to be, from what I understand, there's going to be at least two people from South, South America that have to travel. Okay. And I, I asked that because of, again, the COVID, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's mostly like if it was pre COVID, I could give firm date. Post COVID, it's like, it's like it's, it's in everything, in everything we do, there's now a, you know, COVID question mark. Unfortunately, that's just the way it is. It doesn't stop where we're going, it doesn't stop the technologies. It's just had an extra unknown unknown in the process. But fundamentally, the key takeaway from this is that the ABH2 technology continues to seem very, very interesting. And HPQ is extremely lucky to, be in, to have that option. Why do we have this option? A lot of people ask, why are they dealing with HPQ? Um, it's a question that I know some of the shareholders of ABH2. Um, and they know me and they've done business with me in the past and they, they trust and respected me. And I can say this, that the technical team I brought to them to do the testing impress them um, because they realized there was people that really knew what they were talking about. So, you know, I may sound sometimes like a fluky that, that you know, because I'm a salesman, okay? Um, but I understand enough science technology to say, mm, there's an opportunity there. Let's see where it goes. So I'm willing to go down that well, technology. Well, you saw it with, uh, instead of just selling a bunch of quartz rocks, 
you saw mm-hmm. with, you know, back in 2015 with, you know, going after the Silicon market. So you're dead on nails there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we should all have pretty, a pretty good amount of confidence in your, the non-salesman side of you in the non-technical side. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that's one of my strengths. And I'm also, as a CEO, I understand the risk that we take. Okay. And I'm willing to accept the risk of failure if the potential is good. I can, I can deal with that issue. And I think that's what differentiates us because it's always a question of how you manage the failure. And, and let's not get too crazy. The failure in this case would be ABH2 technologies didn't work, didn't produce any hydrogen, wasn't, you know, not work. So this is, we haven't reached that, that failure point at all. Now we're down to, is it like the number one best technology ever? Is it, is it 40%? Is it 60%? Is it 80%? I guess that's what it comes down to. We have, right? we, we, we have, we have good, good idea where it should be. So we're going to wait, but we're going to wait till we get the final results. But, but the scientists, it's going to be much easier right now. ABH2's claim are there. Um, and basically we have nothing. We have seen nothing here to make us believe their claim cannot be achieved, but we don't have the validation. It's sort of, it's sort of like, you remember that patent press release I, uh, I issued? Okay. We talked about the patent and we said, you know, we're going to get the patent. But until you get the patent, you don't have the patent. That's, that's, that's the situation right. where we right. are. It's, it, it's, a, it's a question of the glass being half full, half empty. I believe it's really half full toward getting, you know, over full. But that's next year. If everything goes as hoped, as mm-hmm. expected, uh, there's an immediate market for this, right? Mm-hmm. It's doing some research, I, I I I put the article of Jeffries into it, um, and I think the 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 demand for electrolyzer, which is the key to to green technology. So, let's assume, presume that the ABH2 technology lives up to expectation. You therefore have one of the most efficient electrolyzer out there. Okay, in a world where the demand for this technology is outstripping capacity by a factor of 100, 1,000. I don't even know the factor. The factor is insane. So, you know, the market is going to be insane insane for that technology driving forward. And it's going to be more, more managing that, that demand moving forward. At the same time, as we develop the technology for us to have even an even better uh, industrial product line to offer an industrial solution. So it will increase the value of our assets, our silicone assets. At the same time, it will create another asset that'll be very, that'll be, uh, be generally I know value. you're gonna go after big game, you know? So all I ask for, I think I've said this on previous interviews is, I just want uh, a license or something to be able to sell this to everybody know at the swimming pool. <laughs> So they can create energy to heat their swimming pools at significantly reduced cost from what they're what they're doing today. But uh, thanks for joining us, uh, Bernard. That's a great update. I'm glad you added some great context. When I first read it, I said, "Uh oh, uh, mechanical uh, equipment issue, uh, specific mechanical equipment issue." And I want, but I'm glad you gave us that it was something that was damaged in process. But you got most of the checklist done. And now you just got the conversion efficiency part and you got a high level of confidence there, obviously, because you're continuing your uh, exclusive relationship with them. Otherwise, I think if you had problems, you would have, you would have just yeah. ended Ooh, the relationship there. Away. But that's uh, really quick. If I can ask, how's the commissioning mm-hmm. going or do we save that for another conversation? But uh, we can save it for commissioning. It's, it's, 
but I, I, I sort of been probably surprised by the people understanding. It's like when we did Gen 1 of their small system, we did commissioning, that's a one, two day affair. Um, when we're doing commissioning of an operational system, okay, like is the QRR, which is a, you know, it's a new machine. It's when I say new machine, it's not just that it's all parts are new. Okay, it's a completely new concept, design, technology. So you don't turn that on on a dime. And I just want to give an example. I was talking to my technology expert in in, in Europe. And they said, yeah, yeah, no, you got to be very careful how you do your due diligence. They were actually there. And, and these were big guys in, in the silicone industry. Okay. They were actually there when a prototype machine was started for the first time. And because they were a bit quick of doing the uh, commissioning testing, the machine actually blew up when they put the first material into it. So I'm, we're talking about, we're talking a machine that's going to bring material to very high temperature. Okay, so we want to make sure that everything works, every system works. So I think in our original plan timeline, it, 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 it was a few months. Now I've basically decided because with COVID, sometimes it takes time, time, less time. Fact is, we're getting darn closer than we were yesterday. It's all like, going, but it's going well. Yeah, all, all, all is going as expected for a commissioning. Okay, right, it's, it's, like, it's, it, it's like you're driving from Montreal to Vancouver. Okay. Uh, you're in the prairies. It's if the flat land is a flat land. Asking your dad every 10 seconds, are you going to get any closer? My dad used to answer, with every turn of the wheel, we're getting closer. That's really the situation. We're driving through the prairies. We're getting to Vancouver, okay? It's moving. It, it looks the same thing if you ever driven through it. And actually, weird, when you go from one time to the other, the, the radio station, that was many years ago, radio station go back to playing what was played an hour ago. So you listen twice to the same radio thing. That was before satellite radio. Uh -huh. did that. But that's that's what it is. It doesn't mean that, you know, the car is off the road. There's any issue. It's just commission. It's a big well, machine. We've invested five million, no more than that, six, seven, eight million dollars on that machine. I don't want it to, 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 to risk it just because I'm going to speed it. I think there's been enough lesson about um, pushing engineers to do, they do mistake. I think Boeing is a perfect example of that. I think there's a book that came out of this. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to let the technical guys that have an expertise doing this run that boat. I'm going to test your quote experience. So what's the oh, quote? You, that's I'm, bad. Your, your quote expertise. Go ahead. Try it. Oh, I don't have a quote. I, there was just a book. I, I probably want. No, no, the, the 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 Peter Pascali. I, I don't want to. Oh no, no, I'm I'm not going to get into this. I'm like it's, <laughs> slow. It, it might be a resolution for fast. New Year's. I'll, I'll try to be actually good. Slow is fast, fast and smooth. Something is something is something, and it goes somewhere. It's like it's like the prairies. You know? It's it's it looks the same. I'm, and I'm sorry for people in the prairies. I know for yourself there's a big difference, but for us in the eastern part of Canada, driving through until we hit the uh, the Rockies, it's flat. I'm sorry. Slow, uh, you've heard it from Bernard first. Slow is fast, fast is smooth. <laughs> oh, when you, I did not say anything. I try not to get myself into these, you know, those thanks weird for us, Bernard. And thanks for putting on the Christmas spirit again. We love these annual annual shirts. And hopefully, uh, last question, are we going to see another shirt? Are we going to see another? Uh, you think we'll be seeing you again before the uh, end of the year? Maybe. I don't know. There's there, there's so many good balls in the air. Is it, are they going to come in before Christmas? They're going to come in afterward. Um, you know, maybe. Well, one way or another, we'll make sure we see it. We'll make sure we see because I want I want the next Christmas shirt, the next Christmas pajama or sweater. But in the meantime, buddy, thanks for joining us. Thanks for 
adding all that context and, and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Take everybody at home. You've been watching or if you listen by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform to Bernard Turion, CEO of HPQ Silicon Resources, trades in Canada under HPQ for Friends of the US, HPQFF. Get to Agoracom to get your first level due diligence, get that 1,000 foot overview because we know this is very complicated new frontier that the, that the company is, uh, is trekking into. And then once you've done that, use the link, go right over to HPQ's website, do your deep dive due diligence. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, this video is over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our channel and never missing another great Agoracom small cap video.